This morning, I will be speaking on the topic, women are builders. Women are builders. Last week, as my wife was bringing the message to us about women being witnesses, In our opening statement, she mentioned something that has not left me since then. She said, the first divine responsibility of a woman is to be a builder. And I was saying, hmm. She went further to say that God has uniquely Endow women with the capacity and the wisdom to be builders. I think that was a very significant statement. Mm -hmm. To tell you the truth, it was as if I couldn't move from there because it it was strongly impressed on my heart as a startling statement. Not because I've not read those scriptures before, but it was just, it came to me fresh. And I knew God have us discuss this further. I was thinking it's something God will help us discuss in our Bible study meeting. Which can still happen, but I believe God will just have me in the few minutes that we have just say something about this. Because that statement underscores the import of women in our society. And society, any generation that tries to undermine the importance of women as builders will never be a successful society. <laughs> Hallelujah. Home where the importance of women is not recognized as home builders, that home will, will not become what God wants that home to be. Wow. I'm sure the men among us, they are not jealous of this but they are taking this matter seriously. Amen. Just look at societies where women have not been given their due recognition 
in terms of what they could do in the society, you will discover that they are not the best of society to emulate. It's the truth. Look at it globally. It is the truth. I'm not going to say anything more than that. Amen. Amen. One other thing that, that was said last week was the fact that this capacity to build can also, if not managed well, can also become a negative influence. May God give us understanding to understand it in the name of Jesus. Amen. It appears to me that whenever God wants to help a man, build a man, you know, every one of us, like one of us contributed on one of our Bible study days, it's a building for God, isn't it? We are being built. Individuals are being built up. Homes are being built. Churches are being built. Societies are being built for the purpose of God to be achieved on the planet Earth. Hallelujah. And whenever God wants to achieve his purpose in the society, or in the life of a man, it gives them God-fearing, wise-hearted women. I don't want to go into that because it's a story we all know. When God saw the great vision that he had for Adam, what did he do? He needed to bring forth a man from him, isn't it? As a herb. Meat, suitable for that purpose to be achieved. Mm. Amen. Amen. And last week, I'm still emphasizing this last week. If you missed that message, go and listen to it. Building was defined for us as bringing together, putting together, creating an atmosphere that nurtures growth and development of everyone to the attainment of their full potential. Whoa, that's interesting, isn't it? I paraphrased it, paraphrased it a bit from what was said last week, but that was what I got from it. Building requires a kind of atmosphere, isn't it? And we were told last week that a woman can literally change the atmosphere in a home, whether for good or for bad. How many of us will agree with that? If you will agree with that, just wave your hands at me. Yes, 
woman has that influence, even without talking, the way she looks, the way she behaves, can create an atmosphere of either peace, harmony, or chaos in a home. Hallelujah. That shows the influence, the significance of our women. And that must be given due recognition in the kingdom of God. Because that is the way God wants it to be. Amen. Amen. Whatever you see outwardly of a home, for instance, I can assure you, and I can assure you, is a product of the atmosphere that has been created in that home by the women in that home. Hallelujah. Whether they were allowed to function properly or not allowed to function properly, it's another thing entirely. Are you getting me? But it will be a reflection of what contribution a woman has made into that whole. Good or bad? I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Is the point we are making this morning clear? Come with me now as we begin to back up this with the scriptures. Ruth, the book of Ruth, chapter 4. The book of Ruth. One minute, please. Ruth, chapter 4. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Ruth is after Judges, just before you get to somewhere. So that's where we are. In chapter 4 of the book of Ruth, and I'll take verses 11 and 12, and it says, And all the people who were at the gate, and the elders said, we are witnesses. The Lord make the woman who is coming to your house like Rachel and Leah, the two who built the house of Israel. And may you prosper in Ephrata and be famous in Bethlehem. May your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah, because of the offspring which the Lord will give you from this young woman. I want us to stop there. Does that not confirm something for us that women are builders? That whatever you saw from the house of Israel was a product of two principal women in that home, Rachel and Leah. That's how much the scripture 
recognizes the importance of women. And they were praying here, blessing Boaz, who had acquired uh, Ruth to be his wife as the king's man redeemer. You remember the story. I don't want to go into it because of time. And look at the blessing they were pronouncing. The elders at the gate, key men of influence at the gate, they recognize the place of a woman in the home. If Boaz is going to prosper, if Boaz is going to become all that God wants him to be, they were praying for him that this woman will be a builder. I'm praying that from amongst us as a church, God will raise women who are builders in Jesus' name. And like my wife was trying to say, I know to a large extent, the women we have in this assembly, without any shadow of doubt in my heart, there are women who I know God has endued with the capacity to build, and they are doing their best in this matter. Amen. And you can see the impact of it, they quickly make reference to the family of uh, uh, parents. Because talking about the offspring, the influence on children. Is that not what we saw there? That tells you what we are talking about. A woman has the capacity in building contributing to the growth, the development of our husband and our children at the family level. That's the point God wants us to make quickly for us there. Do you know that the jealousy, the envy, that eventually wanted to engulf the family of Mr. Jacob? The foundation was laid by their moms. Do, do you understand what I'm talking about? It's part of building because we now saw product of bitterness and envy because these women were given to that rivalry. That's the influence. Even in the names they were given. I hope you know that it was a serious matter in the names that they were given. It brought competition and so many things. Although all things still work together for good, God used everything for his glory. And that's one confidence I always have, that no matter what has gone wrong, no matter what went wrong somewhere, God will use every circumstance, every situation concerning us, concerning our family for his glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But the point we just want to make here is for us to understand what the scripture is saying about women being builders. 
and the impact of that on a man and the impact of that on the children and other people within the home environment. And one key ingredient that my wife talked about last week was in Proverbs 14, verse 1. Proverbs 14, verse 1. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1. And it says, The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hand. The wise woman builds. The wise woman is a builder. And like we also had last week, the opposite of building is to tear down. You know, wisdom has to Wisdom is like a two-edged sword, isn't it? You can use it positively to advance the cause. You can use it negatively to abort a cause. Am I wrong in that? Let me just give you an example, if you are doubting that. You remember Mr. Ahitophel in the day of David? Who was a man so endued with a lot of wisdom that he could give cancer, but he could use that either positively or he could use it negatively. Amen. Amen. So when, when wisdom is used negatively, it becomes perverted wisdom. It becomes cunningness. It is no longer div uh, divine. May God help our women to use the wisdom that God has given them with purity Amen. and the fear of God in their hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you know, let me quickly say this, that let's even talk about children from the same family, same father, same mother. Do you know that if your children are going to be to operate in harmony, in unity, work together in oneness, many years from now, the foundation is laid from when they were young and women contribute a lot to that. Women can facilitate units among their children. It's a unique, it's just a unique gift. It's a unique influence. That our women need to be aware of. Sometimes you have something you don't know you have it. And that is the essence of this. And it's our weakness. This is what, where our weaknesses come from. Hallelujah. Amen. 
that a woman can manifest divine wisdom in a home that will bring the best out of everyone in the home, including her husband. It's, it's a testimony in itself. I don't want to go into the, the, that woman in Proverbs 31 from the stand down to the end, which we talked about last week. But you will see that everyone in that home had a testimony related to what the woman did, even the man. The adage is very true. Behind every successful man is a woman. It's, it's an adage that agrees with the spirituals. Hallelujah. Amen. May we discover what we have as women and use it to his glory in Jesus' name. Do you know, let me quickly go ahead and say this. Do you know a woman can have very strong influence over the children in such a way that whether they will love and respect their father or not? Oh, you, you, you are thinking, you are, you are doing as if you don't understand what I'm talking about. You get the point? It's an influence. Whether we, we, we give you due recognition or not, it's a different matter entirely. But it is the truth. May the Lord help us. Amen. Let me say this. Men, by virtue of what we are talking about, their role, as the head in their families are endowed to be visionary, to have great ideas of what can be done, what can be achieved, and so on. But it takes a woman to put the pieces together to make it a reality. Mm. Men are providers. Women gather what is provided to produce something. Men among men who are in the house would, would testify to this. Are there no time when you have gone into the house and said, oh, there is no food in this house. I can't even find anything. And a woman just comes and says, there is something. We can still eat. And by the time she's put the pieces, bits and pieces together, you see a food in your presence, you're wondering, oh, I thought there's nothing, but out of the bits and pieces, something has been produced. Am I lying in that? No. If you're a man and you have experienced that in your own home before, wave your hands at me. Yes. No, we learn. I, I learned spiritual lessons as you must have known by now, even from things I see physically. Amen. Amen. And what I'm saying this morning, just for all of us, women, men, children, and young people amongst us to understand the importance of the women that God has put 
in our lives. Hallelujah. Amen. And women themselves need to understand this. May the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me begin to pick some things here and there as we go home, as we begin to round up, just to show some examples of women here and there, maybe a few of them. There are so many I could pick in the Bible, but just to tell you how they built Maybe that will, will help us. And now, care, if care is not taken, that can be also be used negatively. Amen. Amen. But I'm going to take the positive first. Turn with me to Judges, Judges chapter one, the book of Judges. Chapter one. Maybe before I, I read the book of Judges, I just want to say that men amongst us, please let us pray. This is why it is very important that as heads we pray for our wives and our daughters, that they will be God-fearing, wise-hearted people to bring the influence God has put into them into our lives and into for our daughters, into the home that they are, they are going to be. Just like the elders were saying, this young woman that has come into your house, may she be a builder. Amen. Amen. Oh, let, me, let me put it further again. Do you know that your family members, whether after marriage, you, you have a good relationship with your family members or not, a woman can dictate it. No matter how powerful you think you are as a man. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Amen. Amen. But let's look at it here. Judges and I want young men amongst us to understand this. And I'm praying, I've been praying for all young men amongst us that God give them wives that will be builders, Amen. that will build them, Amen. build their home. Amen. That prayer that was prayed for Boaz, I pray it for all our young men here. Amen. And I'm also praying for all our young women, daughters, Amen. that they will be such. In Jesus' name. Amen. Look at what happened in the book of Judges chapter 1. In the book of Judges chapter 1, from about verse 12, uh, talking about, you know, when the children of Israel were taking possession of the land and what happened with the tribe of Judah. Then Caleb said, verse 12, Whoever attacks Kriyajetsepha uh, and takes it to him, I will give my daughter Asha as wife, 
And Othniel, the son of Kenna, Caleb's younger brother, took it. So he gave him his daughter, Ashtar, as wife. Now it happened when she, not that, that, came to him, that she urged him. She inspired him. She encouraged him. She motivated him to ask her father for a field. And she dismounted from her donkey. And Caleb said to her, what do you wish? So she said to him, give me a blessing. Since you have given me land in the south, give me also springs of water. Then Caleb gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. I'm praying that you will understand this in Jesus' name. Amen. Here is Othniel, a young man who has proven his metal, who has proven what he could do as a courageous young man. Then here is Achsa, the daughter of Mr. Caleb, who had come into his life. Mr. Oatmeal, well done for what you have done, but you can ask my mom. You can get more from my dad. Hallelujah. Through her encouragement, through her support, through her inspiration, motivated him to ask for something more, to do better, to get ahead. Are you getting it? Oatmeal will have just been contented to be Yes, I have what I have. But this woman came in and said, no, we can have more than that. Positive influence. And when he was not doing it, she herself stepped in, <laughs> hallelujah, and did it on his behalf. Hmm. She did it on his behalf. And they had more. She got not just the upper, she got both the upper and the lower spring. Beautiful place for advancement. Beautiful place for productivity. Beautiful place for refreshing. And I'm praying for all our young men today that God will give you such a woman in your life that will inspire you to greater greatness than you have ever known before in Jesus' name. That is building. That is Amen. to achieve the maximum potential. Building is about developing people, inspiring them, motivating them, encouraging them, edifying. That, that's what it means to reach the maximum potential. And you can see the role of this young lady in the life of this young man. How do we, how can a woman be a builder? Inspire, encourage, motivate. Amen. Amen. That is one thing we have seen here, isn't it? What about the... Okay, turn with me quickly then. Our time is fast spent. But turn with me quickly. I may be able to touch one or two things more before we go. Turn with me to... Second Samuel, I think I'm right in that. Second Samuel, chapter 20. Second Samuel, chapter 20. 
I just want to mention one other ingredient for building there, which we have emphasized anyway all along. But it came out here clearly as to what that actually is. You remember the rebellion of Sheba uh, against uh, David in chapter 20, verse 1. It says, and Sheba, and there happened to be there a rebel whose name was Sheba, the son of Bikri, a Benjamite. And he blew a trumpet and said, we have no share in David, nor do we have inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to his stand, O Israel. Then Joah, the military man, no nonsense military general, you know, gathered the troop, went after this man and his rebellious group and chased him and he escaped into a fence city. That's all I want to tell you. You can read the story yourself. And it, and uh, Joab began to back at the wall and his men began to back at the wall of that, of that city to bring the wall down and get him. Then the Bible talked about a wise woman from verse um, 16. It says, then a wise woman cried out from the city, here, here, please say to Joab, come nearby that I may speak with, with you. When he had come near to her, the woman said, are you Joab? He answered, I am. Then she said to him, hear the words of your maid servant. And he answered, I am listening. So she spoke saying, they used to talk in former times saying, they shall surely seek guidance at Abel. And so they will end disputes. I am among the peaceable and faithful in Israel. You seek to destroy a city and a mother in Israel? Why will you swallow up the inheritance of the Lord? And Joab answered and said, Far be it, far be it from me that I should swallow up or destroy. That is not so, but a man from the mountains of Ephraim, Sheba, the son of Bikri, by name, has raised his hands against the king, against David. Deliver him only, and I will depart from the city. Look at what the woman did. So the woman said to Joab, watch. His head will be thrown to you over the wall. Then the woman in her wisdom went to all the people and they cut off the head of Sheba, the son of Bikri, and threw it out to Joab. Then he blew a trumpet and they withdrew from the city, every man to his tent. So Joab returned to the king at Jerusalem. What do I want you to pick from here? Building requires the kind of attribute that this woman has. Hallelujah. And you can see the attributes here. The first thing they said, they talk about her as a wise woman. Wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom to talk people that, to talk people, how do I put it now? To talk people out of their anger. Wisdom to bring peace. And you see what follows next? I'm a peaceable woman. 
I'm one of those peaceable and faithful women. Do you know that where there is, where anger is boiling, there is pueling, there is, you know, do you know a woman, a wise woman can quietly speak to everyone and they will, they will surrender? There's that influence in bringing harmony, in bringing peace. Oh, may God help us in Jesus' name. But a woman can also fuel that. I hope you know. Depending on which side. But here we saw a woman, wise, peaceable, and faithful. Good qualities, good character. May the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. I can go on and on, but because of my time, you can see what this woman did. Do you know that one man would have died without having biological children. Like my wife said last week, for those who don't have biological children, it doesn't reduce your impact as a woman at all. Because here we are seeing this woman who is a mother in Israel, isn't it? Mother in Israel, which means she was not just a mother within her household. She became a mother to the society. She saved the society. She rescued the society with her wisdom. And I think many women need to be listening to in our time to rescue our society, our generation. Amen. Amen. Some people posted some things. I, I didn't verify it, but it was from authentic sources. That you know that during the pandemic, the countries that were led by women, they controlled, they managed the situation better than others. I, I've not checked. That shows how they can rally things together to make sure that we have a good outcome. That is the capacity of a woman. May the Lord give us understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. I was talking about a man in Second in Second Kings chapter four or so. You know that woman married to this woman who was called to be a notable woman, who was as as many times as Elisha was passing. This woman would say, "Come to our house, come and eat." And then one day she talked she talk to her husband and said, look, we can build something for this man of God, just a place for him to rest whenever he comes around. Brought the husband into the picture, isn't it? Mm. Respected the, the authority of the husband, suggested something wonderful, and that was how the barrenness of the family was ended, isn't it? Amen. In hospitality, I'm just trying to bring something that women can use as a weapon of building with the wisdom of God. Hospitality. Hospitality. No matter how kind-hearted you are as a man, people will not feel comfortable in your house if you don't have the backing, the support, the cooperation of your wife. It is the truth. You feel uncomfortable. I remember some years back when we were young, much younger than this. We were in a place and it's a place where students used to go to. 
I wasn't a student then. I was a young doctor then. You know, do you know what happened at the time? We had two senior colleagues there. Students, when they come into the environment, they just enjoy going to the family of a particular one. Christian, a senior brother, rather than the family of the other Christian brother. And do you know the difference? The testimony was very clear. Oh, if you go to that house, no, the woman will receive you and everything. The two brothers are sound, were very sound brothers, loving brothers. But the difference was, the, was their wives. One home, they were saying, uh, many students don't like to. But to be honest with you, I enjoyed favor from that family. I enjoyed favor from that family. Even the one people say, oh, no. no. But what I'm simply saying is this, is the difference in the women in the house. Hospitality is one of the ways we build. If you have an hospitable environment, people will feel comfortable to stay. People will feel edified in the place. Are you getting me? Nourished. And very lastly, because of my time, I'm going to pick one more. So hospitality is one of the wisdom that women, they, they, they have the ability to, to promote and create an atmosphere where everyone, including strangers, will be comfortable and feel edified and feel built. And it's a testimony to us. Hallelujah. Who did Abraham consult when he went home? The day he invited the three men he saw, two angels and God. It was the wife. He went quickly to the wife and said, let's get this ready. What if Sarah was not willing to cooperate? You think it will happen? It will not happen. There will be no peace for even those strangers to stay and eat. Just a look from the woman will send them away. If I'm lying, you know what I'm talking about. And lastly, and I mean lastly, because I'm going to pick this later, the influence of women in the spiritual development and growth of their children. We have said, you know, husband should be the priest of the home and things like that. If, your, if our children are going to grow up to become men of faith, solid men who are doing things for God, huh, the influence of their moms and grandmas cannot be underestimated. Have you not read about many, many revivalists? They will always talk about my mom, my grandma, who brought me up. Am I lying in that? A greater percentage. And I was wondering, what is this? I said, ah, but where were the men in the house? But it simply shows the contribution, the influence, the impact of this woman in the development, the spiritual build up of these young people. Women, you are, you are in a special place to influence your children onto the love of God that will influence and bless even society in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Let's just read that lastly. That's Second Timothy. Second Timothy. In Second Timothy. Sorry, I'm not there yet. Yes, Second Timothy chapter one, and I read Paul talking to Timothy. I will talk about Timothy another time. When I call to remembrance, verse five, the genuine faith that is in you, which dwell also in your grandma Louis and your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hand. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's the seven I read to. Mm. Look at the influence of these women on Timothy, a young man with an, with an impeccable testimony in his time. The grandma and the mother. The grandma and the mother. The father was said to be uh, Greek, but she had this grandma and mother in his, in his life who inspired him, who inspired something in him. They imparted something in him. And I'm praying that we will have women like that who will impart faith, who will impart love, who will be a blessing to the kind of young people we are releasing from our homes in Jesus' name. Amen. And this morning, I'm just going to be praying as we round up for women, for young women amongst us. I'm just going to be praying that the wisdom of God will rest upon them Amen. to be builders in their homes. And those who are already doing it, that God will strengthen them Amen. and make them even wiser Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. And those who are growing up, they will grow up with wisdom to build and not to destroy. Amen. In Jesus' name. The influence is so much that as men, we need to continue to pray. For the women and our daughters. Let's bow down heads as we pray together. Men, join me in praying wherever you are. Just join me in praying. Just pray for your wife. Pray for other women in the church. Pray. We will not have a flourishing church without the, 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 the impact of women. The kingdom of God is designed that way, that women will have a significant role to play. Pray. And pray. And so, Father, I want to say thank you this morning for the women mothers and young women, daughters that you have given us, oh God, in this church and in the churches, oh God, upon this land. Lord, we are praying today, Lord, that you will encourage them in the name of Jesus, that with this word, every woman, every girl, Amongst us, we realize, oh God, their importance in the kingdom of God. They are value in your sight. And rise up to be who you want them to be. Amen. Builders in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I pray that from among us will arise women who will see themselves truly as builders. Builders of, 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 of individuals in the home. Builders of homes. 
builders of churches, builders in the society, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, the grace they need, the special wisdom from above, the capacity they need, Lord, to do this, we ask that you release unto every woman Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Lord, do a walk in the lives, O oh God, of every woman, Amen. every girl listening to me today in the name of Jesus. Amen. That from amongst us, we will have wives. Amen. Our young men will have wives. Amen. That will build them up, inspire them to greatness, to great heights in Jesus' name. Amen. Sweetable her as you have made them to be. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. Amen. And we pray for men, oh God, amongst us and in our society, that they will give due respect, due honor. To women in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.